What's up, everybody? Bros, let's talk. Pat here with Jimmy. No Andy. And perfect episode for it. What's up, dude? What's up, bro? The big news of the day, the only thing we're going to talk about, the news that upstaged us announcing our website and blog today, the Bears drop a bomb on the NFL world. They trade two first-round picks and actually get a second-round pick back in return for 2016 Defensive Player of the Year, Khalil Mack of the Oakland Raiders, just one of the best defensive players, if not the best defensive player in the NFL. And it's a move that just totally, totally changes the trajectory of this team and the way things are going to move forward. So let's just jump into it, dude. What are your thoughts? How you feeling? So I got up this morning. Uh, to go to the gym, and I was in the bathroom, like, putting my contacts in and brushing my teeth. I think it was, like, 7.45, 8 o'clock, something like that. And I have alerts set up on my phone through Yahoo Sports to just get, you know, top sports news. And I look down, and I, I'm reading, uh, it says, report Oakland Raiders set to send or have a deal in place to send Khalil Mack to the Chicago Bears. And I'm like, did I not put my contacts in? Like, Am I reading this correctly? Is this, is this really happening? So I think I screenshot it, and I text you right away, and I text some other people right away, and then I uh, immediately went on Twitter and just started scrolling through the feed and saw that it was, in fact, the real deal and that it, it was happening. Um, I was kind of tired and groggy when I woke up, and within seconds, all of a sudden, I felt like I could have ran through a wall because I was just so excited, so elated. We had been hearing about this for for weeks, and the Bears were mentioned simply because they had the money, there was a need, but you you don't hear of guys like Khalil Mack being traded often, especially when you have a brand-new coach there in John Gruden. And I don't want to say a a once-in-a-generation talent, but a really, really, really special talent, arguably if he keeps up his trajectory, Hall of Fame-worthy talent. So I just, I was at the point last night where I just hoped that the Packers didn't get him, right? Because they had two first-round picks, they have the cash, um, and I was like, I just hope it doesn't go to Green Bay. Obviously, I always wanted him, never thought it was going to come to fruition, and then this morning around 8 o'clock, this bomb was dropped, and I have not 
stopped thinking about it since. Yeah, pretty much on that same boat, and it's kind of funny because I couldn't even really translate the excitement level or what it meant to Alyssa. Like when I woke, like pretty much like woke her up, like there's there's traded for Khalil Mack, and she's just like, okay, the hell does that mean? And it's that means a lot. That means that the like I said, this accelerates everything. This means that the Bears think that they're they're pretty good right now, and they think that right. you know they had a top ten defense last year, and with Khalil Mack, they could be the top defense this year or a top five defense. He's that much of a difference maker. We're talking about a guy who has forty sacks in four years in the league. There's not a lot of guys left out there that average double digit sacks. You know, he had fifteen sacks in twenty sixteen. I think seven forced fumbles the year he won Defensive That's Player of the Year. Just number. instant difference maker and a guy. Who's going to come in and now think about it. We've got Hicks, Floyd, Trevathan, Smith, and Mack. Goldman. Eddie Goldman. But I'm talking about like superstar caliber. We got True. like five superstar caliber players up front. And we he- now have multiple stars on almost every level. Our, our, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. So, I mean, and how much better does that make Leonard Floyd now that you have possibly the best so pass... So much better. Arguably the best pass rusher in the NFL on the other side of him now. You know, how much better is that going to make uh, Akeem Hicks now that he won't see the double teams? It, you know, it's going to be a that's fit That's the thing. When you teams. go down through the line, it this move just makes everyone better on the defense. and it makes And that makes the defense so much better as a whole. And... I don't know. Who knows where the Bears can go this year? They're still in one of the toughest, if not the toughest, division in the NFL. So Agreed. But I think that you have to have good defense when you're going up against the likes of Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford. And we'll see how Kirk Cousins works out in Minnesota. But three quarterbacks who the last at least three years, Rodgers obviously longer than that, but at least the last three years have been top 10 NFL quarterbacks, all three of them. And I we agree. have to play against that pretty much, I mean, almost, uh, it's like a third of our season we play against those teams. Right. So, right. I'm excited. I think everyone's excited. It's one of those things where you're walking around today, you're wearing your Bears hat, you see someone else, you might tip your cap to them or just get excited. And the only thing that kind of sucks, obviously, the... Well, and it doesn't even really suck. The season starts next week. He hasn't been in training camp at all, so there's always that. But you that, you have to assume he's staying in shape, right? Well, yeah, especially because he, I mean, he wants to get paid. That's what this has been all about is he's been exactly. wanting to get paid, so you don't think he's just going to be sitting there exactly. acting like a dumbass. But still, guys like that, they come in. You saw what happened with Roquan Smith came in, has a tweaked hamstring right away, and, and they just kind of – sometimes deal with those soft tissue type injuries because it um because um I don't know because they're they haven't had a chance to use those fast shape yet. they haven't used those fast twitch muscles in the same way that you would in a game or something like that so um but all in all I, I don't think there's anything to be disappointed about 
we this it's been rumored that he could be traded. No one knew how realistic that was because it just sounded so ridiculous. Can so ridiculous. everyone just kind of said, can John Gruden be that dumb to come in right. and just trade away his best player on the whole team? And yes, he answered that question. John Gruden is that dumb. And he did trade he Khalil Mack away, and the Bears will reap the benefits of that. And I don't think there's anyone out there that's saying this is a bad move for the Bears. You give up two first-round picks with, if he has the type of impact that we're hoping he can, will probably be mid, hopefully late-round picks anyway. So Exactly. And you're not going to get exactly. player of his caliber at those spots. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. I'm so excited. But we also wanted to kind of preview the season. Um, I'm going to be traveling tomorrow out of town next week. And then Jimmy is going to be uh, busy on Sunday. Me and Andy are going to try and record an episode. But after that, Andy's going to be gone for the month when we're going to have some guest hosts filling in. So we wanted to preview the season as our last episode together before it starts. We'll have plenty to talk about with the NFL season. We'll return our NFL picks. But obviously, this just this changes the trajectory of everything. I think going into the season before this morning, we were kind of thinking if they could somehow be like 8-8 eight and eight in that area, that would be a successful season. As long right. as Trubisky kind of shows progression and growth with Nagy. I think I'm excited about Nagy. I think that he's a progressive coach. He's a young guy who's got a lot of good ideas. And he's taking ownership of this team. And I think this is just another piece of the puzzle. And not even to mention, you give a guy like that to Vic Fangio. Oh, I I know. I mean, come on. I am just... It's... I cannot wait to see that. Um, and yeah, the the sky's just kind of the limit now for this defense. You add a difference maker. I mean, this is already, like we said, probably a top 10. I think the numbers said a top 10 defense last year in most categories. Yes. And this guy is automatically their number, their best player already. Just Agreed. being traded to the team is already our best player. So has the ability to vault them to top five status. If not better, we'll see. Hopefully our expectations aren't too crazy right now. But just given the talent they have and are returning, and now they've added, it's not crazy to assume that they're going to stay as good, if not better, than they were last year. And then I think it all depends on Trubisky. So, you know, right away. That's what this whole thing hinges on. Everything hinges on him. Well, Everything. The pressure shifts right over to him now because – like I said before, this move shows that the Bears, or at least Ryan Pace, thinks that the Bears are good enough now to compete because you're not going to trade for a guy like this if you don't think that you're going to be able to compete for at least the playoffs. But with that being said, he doesn't need to be Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't need to be Tom Brady. He doesn't need to be Cam Newton or or even Russell Wilson. You hope you you believe that eventually he will be, but we don't need him to be that right now. We need him to be an above average to good quarterback. We need him to be, if you tell me he's slotted between 8 to 12th in the league of quarterbacks, I will be happy. Actually, yeah, 8, eight to 12 would be fine. I'd be totally cool with that. See, I think that that is like high expectations, though. 
thinking that yeah. well, thinking that Trubisky could his second year after twelve starts last year at pretty pretty even numbers as far as I think he had the same amount of interceptions as touchdowns. Didn't really he had moments, but he also, he also had played in a vanilla offense. Very true, but. And he didn't have a lot of weapons around him. So there's a lot of things that you can say. But at the same time, he only played 13 games in college, too. He looked good there. I just think he has a lot of inexperience. <clears throat> and Agreed. for him to play at the level of being a top 8 to 12 quarterback in the league would be a huge upgrade from what he was last year. Because you're talking about, that's pretty much, I would say, second-tier quarterback in the NFL. You got, like... The guys at the top, like Rodgers and, and Brady, and um, I mean, those two are kind of even a, a breeze, I guess you could still put in that class. Um, but to have him in the top, I, I mean, that would be awesome. Obviously, I would take that, but I think he is still more middle of the pack right now until we see um, what the offense is going to be, because... Like you said, he played in a right, very... So so where where would you be happy with him, you think? I mean, obviously I would be happy with him, but I would be happy if he was um, in the top half of quarterbacks as far as like... Okay. Completion percentage, like top 15 um, as so far let's as... So let's go 12 to 15. Yeah, I think maybe, that's more maybe realistic. Eight was, if, if maybe he's, 8 was a little lost. If he could be top 10, I think that would be... A huge success. If he's a top 10 quarterback as far as like completion percentage, QB rating, because that means that he's, he's, all of his other numbers are good if, if those numbers are good. Um, if he's top 10 in those categories, the Bears are probably a lot more competitive this year than anyone expected. And I think you saw it. There's, their numbers went from 100 to 1 to 40 to 1 after that trade today. Um, yeah, I, I, so I see that. obviously that's... that doesn't mean anything, but it just goes to show the type of impact that Khalil Mack is going to have on this team. And it's just, we I know we've talked about it before, the, the defense has been improving, and it's been enjoyable to watch. Last year, they were solid. Most of the games we won, of the five games we won, were because of our defense. Right. But we've still been, like, missing and striving for that, those years of dominance that we were used to when it was Erlacher. And, and yeah, and ever since Erlacher's been gone, the Bears are, I think, like five games under 500, or maybe even worse than that. Um, but they have had a losing record. They haven't been good since he's been gone, and I think they've been starving for that star defensive player to come in, and, and we've had guys that have been solid, but they don't have that star power and carry that star power. And it's not... Even just the talent on the field, because obviously Khalil Mack is as talented as they come, but he's also a really good football player. Um, he's a he's a leader. He's a guy who isn't an idiot. He's never been a problem, so that's another reason why this is also surprising that Oakland was willing to just trade him away like this and not. And obviously, it's a cap issue at that point. If because he's never been a problem, they can't afford him. They're moving to Vegas. Right, it's just all acu- accumulation of all that stuff. But <clears throat> again, yeah, the, the Raiders reading, lost I the read, Bears uh, game. Numerous, I read numerous uh, reports today saying how um, they were having cash flow issues in Oakland and they weren't going to be able to resign them. So they did the next best thing, I guess, which 
I don't know how you call it. I mean, it's great for us. Right. But I don't know how you call it great for them. But fuck them, so. Exactly. But. <clears throat> oh, also, um, I'm looking up his stats right now. He has, he was drafted in 2014. He has played in every, he has started and played in every single game. He's played 16 games every single year. So that's. Hopefully that can right continue now, because yeah, the Bears need it. He and a half sacks and nine forced fumbles. He had four sacks in his first year and has posted double-digit sacks every year since. I mean, that's that's game-changing stuff. That's a difference maker through and through and something that the Bears have been missing. They have had they have good players. They have a good scheme in place. They have a good coordinator in place. They just were missing that difference maker, and I I think they were hoping Leonard Floyd could be that guy, but his injury issues. I still think he can be. He just has no help on the edge. Well, I think the thing is, I think Leonard Floyd has Pro Bowl potential and can be a great player in the league. But I think you got to stay on the. Well, field. this is this is a good situation for him because I think he's more of a complimentary player to a superstar to where. He's a great player in his own right, but he's never going to be the lead pass rusher on your team. It's not to say that he can't be. It's just he's not reliable in that sense because of his build. And yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. He's just kind of fragile. And it's and it's just the freak stuff. I mean, right now, they're hoping he can play week one with, with a club around his, you know, because he broke his hand in training camp. Right. It's just always something with the guy. And you start to feel for guys like that, but... When you're a defensive end or linebacker, I guess, technically is what he's positioned as, but you're down in the trenches like that, you're going to be having this hand-on-hand combat, and you, you might be getting stepped on and rolled over. And and if you're yeah. glass, that's not 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 good. Right. And we've seen it. You know, He's had seasons cut short, and he's shown flashes, but he hasn't been able to stay on the field. So I think that's another thing where maybe this could help him too. Takes away some of that pressure, more double teams going to the other end and frees him up a little bit, uh, can avoid some contact, and then get more contact on the quarterback. Right. But um, as far as the offense, I think that's where we should focus. The defense is going to be what the, the strong point of the team. I don't think there's any argument there. But yeah, it's, not now. it's all about Trubisky, but you got to remember we've got Jordan Howard back there as well, who's had two consecutive 1,000-yard-plus seasons to start his NFL career after being a fourth-round yep. pick. So Tariq Cohen was good last year. I think Matt Nagy will be able to get the most out of him. Allen Robinson should be should Again, be if he stays strong. Healthy, he'll have a monster year. Yeah, and I think I like what I saw to Trey Burton in the small sample size in the preseason. I think he's going to play a huge role this year. And for Mitch, he'll be that kind of drop-down option, blanket option. When there's nothing downfield where Mitch can just check down to the safety net. So it's just tough to gauge because they do play in such a tough division. And Minnesota was so good last year. And it's it's just hard to imagine that bringing back basically the same team and then adding Kirk Cousins and bringing Delvin Cook back. That they're not going to be as good as they were last year. And then obviously with the Packers, you know, whenever Rodgers is in the mix, they've got a chance. So, um, I don't know. 
Do you want to do record predictions? Do you have an inkling either way how you feel the Bears' season's going to go? Um, I've been trying to, even before the trade, I've been trying to, 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 to temper my expectations because there's been so much positive talk about them. And I've read and watched and just seen numerous things, having them winning anywhere from four games to ten games. You would think that with the talent they added, with the new coaching staff, that they would be, I mean, they have to be significantly improved over last year. If if they're not, then this is a, a complete failure and, and waste of everyone's time. So I'm assuming they're, they're going to be better. I believe they're going to be better. I'm, I'm trying to, again, temper my expectations as to not be let down in case they're not as good as they want, as I want them to be. Um... Gosh, and and looking at their schedule too, you know they play. They have the fifth toughest schedule in the league this year. But they also play some crap. Like they play the Jets, who okay could be better. They play the Bills, who may be the worst team in the NFL. They play Arizona and Seattle, and neither team is is what they used to be. They're they're each a shell of their former selves. Um, I know I'm missing a. Oh, they play Miami. They play Tampa. I mean, they play some some bad teams this year. So. If we take care of business at home, especially against our division, um, and then, I, mean, I don't know. I would like to say anywhere between 7 and 10 wins I would be okay with. Yeah. Uh, playoff contention obviously would be would be amazing, um, but I wouldn't call it a complete failure if we win 7 games and are in the mix in, in all the games, you know? have a chance right. in all the games. Well, um, I think an- another thing people tend to forget or maybe don't think about is the Bears were not far off from winning eight games last year. They were in a lot of games that they true. ended up losing. It's not like they were getting yes. blown out all the time. Like you said, they had a vanilla offense, and they couldn't put points up on the board. But the defense kept them in a lot of games. And I think that this defense this year has a chance to do that Plus more, I'm just, I'm, dude, I, I don't want to overstate it. I don't want to act like Khalil Max, the second coming of God or something. But this is a guy who... He's a pretty big deal. He's a difference maker. He's a guy who can get back there and, and force a fumble in, in when they're deep in their territory. And we can, you know, score a defensive touchdown off that. He's a real difference maker. And I think that the defense was good last year. We keep talking about it. They, they will grow off of that. We've got a good secondary now. We brought Prince Mukamara back. We've got Kyle Fuller back. Hopefully they can both build off their solid seasons last year. I think Eddie Jackson will take a step in his second year. Adrian Amos played some of the best safety in the NFL last year. Kind of understated, under the radar. But when you look at the numbers, that's how it was. And you mix all yep. that in. You bring a guy like this in. They're going to be able to keep the Bears in a lot of games. And now we have a guy in that's charge great with an innovative offense, with innovative ideas, who's going to want to try and push the ball downfield and try new things. And that is the reason we lost those games last year is because we weren't willing to push the envelope and try and win. We were just happy with being in games. And now we're going to be trying to win. I don't think eight, like you said, eight to ten wins isn't out of the realm of possibility. Anything less than that is obviously disappointing anyway because when you go worse than eight and eight in the NFL, it's always disappointing. Regardless Correct. of if we won five games or not last year, you know we were in enough games. There's enough talent on this team to win half your games. It's just 
Agreed. And every year, a team goes from worst to first in their division. The Bears have been worst in the NF- in the NFC North for four years in a row. The only team to ever do that, actually, which is really sad, considering how bad the Lion have- Lions and had been for a long time. They never lost the division four years in a row. So, great. Yeah. Hopefully, we can end that streak as well. And it's if you're a Bears fan, you have every reason to be excited today. And it's Agreed. okay to be excited. The season's a week away. It's, the, I mean, honestly, that's the the best time to get excited is when everyone has a clean slate. No one's played any games yet. You don't know who's going to be good. Yeah, everyone can talk about and speculate who they think is going to be good. But until teams get out there and start playing games, we don't know who's going to be good. And that's the beauty of the NFL is because it changes so much from year to year. Right. So excited. Um, yeah, man, me too. Um, it's going to be awesome. So that's all I have with the Bears. I guess the only other thing of note that happened um, in the last couple days, Eminem dropped a surprise album yesterday, I think it was, yesterday morning. Kamikaze, Thursday night. Thursday night. Kamikaze, just straight up just going off on everyone in rap and just really going after everyone who bashed Revival when he came out with that in 2017, which was just, you know, okay. It was okay. But Eminem is just, as a lyricist, he's just so much better than everyone. Yeah, It's ridiculous. And when he has any sort of fuel to ignite the fire in him, to be that rapper, that angry guy who comes from that place, it's just awesome to listen to. And again, yeah, it's not like this is the best thing in the world. I thought it was good. I listened to it twice. I listened to it when it came out, and I listened to it when I was mowing the lawn today. And he's just so clever and creative. Like, he's in it for the art form that is rap and hip-hop. And that's what this is all about. It's a statement to all those guys that you're put, you're giving rap a bad name, and I'm here to to tell you to fuck off, essentially. Yeah. And I love that because... You know, he comes from that place that we grew up listening to in rap. And and it's funny when you look back at kind of the evolution of rap, it started off kind of more R&B and like kind of flamboyant almost. And they, the stuff they used to rap about was just so childish. And then all of a sudden, NWA comes along and gangster rap and everything just changed from there. And it was all about your street cred and being hard and... And, you know, you accept it for what it is or you don't like rap. And it is, but Eminem was always cool to me because it was so predominantly black people in rap. And here was this white dude just going harder than everyone all the time. And just, and just like legitimately clever and not just falling on a lot of the crutches and stereotypes that a lot of rappers fall into where, yeah, they might be considered a good rapper. But when you really break down the tape... Yeah, are they really a great rapper, or are they just kind of more yeah. built around the high? I mean, Eminem lives up to everything. Yeah. And uh, so this is pretty cool. It's always cool when guys just kind of drop stuff. So if you haven't checked that out, it's Kamikaze. Uh, it's on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you listen to. Yeah, I have to give it a download and listen to it as soon as I can. Oh, okay. So it's awesome. But And then uh, the other big news, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but we uh, launched our website, which we've talked about a little bit on here. So check it out if you guys get a chance. Bros, let's talk.com. It's got our videos. It's got 
past episodes that we've done, and it also has our blog, which launched with the website today, Take It or Leave It, which is what you can do with any of the blogs, because we don't give a shit, but we're going to write them anyway. Um, so we've got, uh, it's us three, and then we've got other contributors as well, just friends who want to get their opinions out there. So I think me and Jimmy each have a piece out, and we've got a couple other pieces from a couple of the other guys. So if you got a chance and are bored at work, just kind of want to surf in the web, check it out. Uh, I think you guys might like it. So that's all we got for you today, though, um, unless you got something, Jim. No, no, I uh So we mentioned the wonky kind of travel schedule. That's why we recorded this today. This is Saturday. We normally record Sunday. I'm going to be in South Carolina this next week, and then Jimmy will be gone Sunday when I get back. So me and Andy might try and record. But um, otherwise, you'll hear from us in two weeks with a guest host, as Andy will be traveling Europe. So happy yep. start of football, everyone. Hope you guys all enjoyed the college football action this weekend and are looking forward to the NFL starting on Thursday next week. For I certainly am. I am as well. It's going to be amazing. For Jimmy, this is Pat. Later, bro. See you, dude. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we'll never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. I just like the sunflowers. Dude, I'm so annoyed. So for the last...